Hello and welcome to the Empowered Lifestyle Revolution, a podcast and community designed to help you live your best life and reconnect you back to the things that really matter. It's been a little while since you have heard from me and I am very excited to jump in with a special episode. You're going to be hearing from me a lot more uh, as we really kind of ramp up our message in wanting to help as many people as possible right now. I think there's so many people feeling like there's a huge weight on their shoulders with the happenings and the goings on in the world. And one of the things I see as a common thread right now is many parents um, or those in a parenting role are really, really having a tough time. So my husband, Anthony, and I have just launched a five-day empowered um, family challenge or raising empowered family challenge. And it's something that I feel is really important. You know, sometimes in life, we need the universe to nudge us a little bit um, so that we start focusing on the things that are really important. And I don't think anyone could have predicted or expected what has happened in our world over the last year and a half, two years. Um, Parents and families are definitely feeling this struggle and we wanted to create something that gave insight, that gave tools and wisdom um, for those that are really wanting to uh, step up and to bring their family closer together, which I believe is a beautiful gift um, that you can give. And, you know, the truth is you think about if you were to build a house, most people put more effort or focus into building a house or planning a holiday then they do actually planning how they're going to parent um, the vision that they have for their family and how they want that to look and how to move through change. And let's face it, if you've got kids, there's going to be constant change, whether you've got um, little ones around your ankles or you've got a blend of different ages or you've got kids rocking the late teens, the changes are constant. That is one thing we can count on for sure. So we're going to take you behind the scenes for day one of our Raising Empowered Families Challenge. And if you'd like to jump into the whole thing, we would so love you to be a part of that. We have a beautiful community of like-minded families that are just looking to connect um, and be able to, you know, feel like they're not alone, which I think sometimes, you know, in this position right now where a lot of families are in isolation and there's different um family in different states or countries, uh, it's a really important thing. So big love to all of you right now. This is certainly a time where we can feel the the pulse of what is happening in the community and um, yeah, just have so much love and gratitude for all of you. So we're going to dive into day one. Hopefully this gives you some insight, some wisdom, something that you can start to have a conversation with either for yourself, you and your partner and your children. Uh, and if you would like to join the challenge live, um, jump on in our community. Um, I'm going to pop the link in the show notes for you to be able to do that as well. So let's jump into day one. Hello, everybody. It is so great to be in front of you all. Uh, I know some of us, we are meeting for the first time. Some of you have been around uh, our journey for a little while. So we just want to wait for everyone to kind of jump on the line. We're across two platforms right now. So I'm going to be (laughs) looking across it, making sure that everyone can hear us on the other platform as well. But while everyone is jumping on, I would love you to uh, 
pop into the chat where you're joining us from and maybe what your family looks like, how many kids you've got, how old they are. I know we've got people from all around the world, which is exciting. So let us know where you're from. Oh God, Belinda from Sydney, uh, logged down right now, all the way from Canada. Hey, Megan, great to have you on the line, super mama of five babies. <laughs> My goodness. Palm Beach, uh, Lozzie's got 11 and 13 year olds, two boys, 11 and eight for Daniela. This is so cool. Burly heads, amazing. Hey, Bernie, Sunshine Coast. It's been really beautiful. Some of them, we asked some questions of you as you were joining uh, in on the challenge and just getting a guide of, um, you know, do we have brand new parents? Are we, you know, some there's grandparents jumping on the line, wanting to learn about how they can just empower their next generation as well, which is really beautiful. Um, and so it's, it's awesome to see. As well as parents to be. Yes. Just being absolutely. super ahead of the game, uh, which is cool as well. It I is. think parenting is one of those things where, I look at uh, businesses and corporations and the, the planning that goes into how they want the mission of that company to be and the values and the roles and responsibilities and the, the code of ethics and all of this. Uh, yet with families, sometimes it's just kind of default mode. It's like flying by the seat of our pants, right? <laughs> um, we're guilty. Uh, I'm not saying we, we got it right. Uh, and we're definitely not gurus. We're definitely, uh, we don't have teaching backgrounds. Uh, we just have a huge passion for the family unit. That family unit uh, is so important. You think about at the end of the day, uh, you'll have incredible friends. Uh, you'll have uh, people who are well-meaning, who want to pour into you. But at the end of the day, um, it's you and your family. However that might look, it might be uh, a broken family, it might be a, a blended family, it might be all sorts of variations, but the people who matter most to you, if you stop and really think about it, when push came to shove, it would be, who do you stand for? And it's either you know your intimate partner, your children, or any combination of those things. So we're super passionate about that. Uh, the thing I would love to hear from you, and uh, you might be going, oh, I thought this was going to be positive and uplifting and all that, and it will. But sometimes, if you know when you've got something um, taking bandwidth, you've got a weight on your shoulders, and it's hard to get on with something and cast a new vision and be positive and be uplifting when that thing is still there. And so I'm going to ask a question and it's time that you can just have a, a good old purge, a vomit, a detox, if you will. And I'm going to ask, what, what's your greatest source of stress right now? And uh, don't filter it. Uh, I want you to get it out because after this, uh, there's going to be some rules. <laughs> this may be your only opportunity to get certain things off your chest. If you've joined us for other challenges uh, the I'm brave challenge, uh, that applied, you'll recall. So Rachel says, uh, see rules. Yeah. And what else? Let it out. There's people, obviously they're going to be watching the replay, maybe not this week, but in the future. And at this point in time, there's a lot of families around the world that are dealing with lockdown and lots of restrictions. Um, and so it's definitely, um, bubbling a lot of emotions to the surface. Um, 
so the world people being nasty to each other my children's future landscape yeah uh, vaccine passports yeah so there are states where there's different rules in place right now financial fear and the world that my children are entering my children's future yeah lockdowns border closures <coughs> mandatory masks vaccinations um i'm you gonna totally i'm gonna say this off the bat um we are not going to impose our views and our beliefs throughout this uh, we want this challenge to be welcoming uh from people who are pro who are choice who are whatever so i don't want you to misconstrue uh we really want to just how do i put this we're not going to give you fish we're going to teach you how to fish uh, we're not going to tell you what to believe, but we're going to help you get clear on what are your beliefs. Mm -hmm. What what do you uh, vision for yourself, for your family unit, and then live it? Because I think a lot of people's greatest source of stress is they're not able to live their highest values, but they also don't know what their values are. They just know that they don't have them. Yeah. Uh, and they're also putting a lot of the ways that they could achieve those things exterior to them and so you end up in this a victim mentality instead of going no what are the things i can control how can i actually take what's available so that my greatest resource is my resourcefulness and we really want to empower you because i think uh we're poised yeah certainly with a landscape of our future that's going to be different invariably the thing with that, um, sometimes the universe gives us a nudge to live how we would have wanted to anyway. Yeah. And I can see lots of people nodding. We wouldn't have in the middle of what was going on pre a couple of years ago that we would have just stopped and go, I'm just going to be really conscious now and mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and sit down and take five days to plan the vision and what I want the family unit to be. And we're going to learn about our values and how <laughs> we communicate with each other because you're just on the treadmill. Yeah. You're just surviving. And so I want you to just stop and have gratitude for what's happened. That's mm -hmm. got you to this point right now where you're putting for most of you, you join this challenge because family would be one of your highest values mm -hmm. that you're going to take some time to invest and you're going to do some work. All right. This is kind of school. Not at all. Uh, but so, you're going to get to play and actually um, put pen to paper and have conversations you've probably never had with the people who are closest to you uh, and build rich relationships. Get to know them at a level deeper than you ever thought you knew them. You're going to start to allow things to come out of you because you're going to have a whole fresh look at life. Not problem solving going, how do I just deal with the current? No, let's start with this beautiful vision and then work back so that every day we're doing something towards that. So I just want to honor all of you with us live as well as watching the replay that you value your family and that enough to, to take time out because it is, like Anthony said, easy just to get caught up in the day to day and you are in um, reaction mode of gotta get this done, gotta get that done and rarely, and if you think about in the school of life, um, rarely do we ha get time to have insight and to really plan 
Um, people will plan to build a house or they'll plan a holiday or they'll you know have a health plan or a 12 week you know whatever to lose weight but rarely do you hear of someone having a plan or a vision for their family so i really want to honor you i know there's probably a lot of you that feel like there's a lot of weight on your shoulders right now and i just want you to take a deep breath and just just give a little bit of thanks for how amazing you are and just know that and we'll share a little bit more about this in a moment but you can't mess it up you just you can't mess it up and we will be very real uh, with our journey and some of the moments that at that time I just thought I'm you know my world was going to fall apart and now I can look back and and, and kind of laugh on it um, because I think you know well we... that's that's what comedy is comedy is a tragedy <laughs> plus time think about that it's, it's right. We laugh at things, but when we've had enough time to look back and go, that's hilarious. If it's someone else's expense, we get to laugh. And so I think one of the key principles is um, we call it zero lag time. And I want you to write that down. Zero lag time. Because if you go oh, one day, we'll look back and laugh at this. Well, why wait till one day? The, the quicker you can just laugh at it and get on with it. Or zero lag time when it comes to hearing something going, you have that moment of inspiration and it's like this, this window has been opened and you can, you can go through it. But then we don't. We're all inspired and then we go back to life and that window closes. So you need zero lag time at the implementation of what we're going to give you. Yeah. We're going to try and talk a little, which is our biggest challenge. We, it's mainly him. <laughs> she just doesn't stop. But, but we want to give you things to do. So allow time each day where you've got 30, 40, 50 minutes to go through the processes that we're going to give to you. Yeah. So but I guess I, before we get started... We, we touched on something and I want to go there straight okay, great. away. All right, let's do it. I was reading um, Anthony Kiddies, the, the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. And you wouldn't think that that was a parenting book but my the way I'm wired I read that book and if you haven't read it um, you know he was um, taking and selling certain drugs and sleeping with married women all these things at like you know 13 14 years old and I look at what he got to and the people that he's inspired love or hate the music love or hate him you can't dispute he's had an impact on millions of people across the world. And he's very much lack of parenting and he still turned out okay. And I, I just, I read the book and I had this feeling, I can't mess this up because I was a young parent. We only had one little boy, he's 13 now. And I had such pressure on my shoulder. I just want to be a good dad. I want to be a good dad. And it's like walking on eggshells. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Oh, what if I do? Oh, I've messed him up. Oh, I shouldn't. I yelled. Oh, now he's going to have to see a therapist when he's old. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone else can relate to that internal conversation. And, you know, you do something probably not the way you wanted. And then your spouse gives you feedback that wasn't good. I'm like, no one can beat me up in my mind more than I am right now. And so I read that book. And I just had this feeling, I actually can't mess it up because that, that son, that daughter, that niece, that nephew, they have their own choices to make. They're their own beautiful soul who they have a destiny. Can you guide them? Can you uh, be such a bad example 
of what it is to parent that they're the exact opposite and that's what that little soul that that's the the information that's the uh, experience they needed to fulfill their destiny and so i i just i'd love all of you to write this down i can't mess this up hmm. you know and, and just take the pressure off that you are the the sole uh, creative influence for that little soul's destiny can you be a, a predominant influence absolutely but the next thing i wanted to say was if you go into this uh this relationship of being a parent and you feel like you have to teach them everything you have to guide everything and you're going to pour into them pour into them just just sit in that how that would feel and then try this on you have this incredible creation who already has such wisdom such pure consciousness and has been sent to you to teach you as much about yourself as you're going to share with them and it's this beautiful it's not like one's up here one's down there it's this beautiful synergy and how that feels of when you're having a conversation to ask more questions mm -hmm. and i want you to write this down as well ask more questions than telling them what to do because i think one of our our challenges is what i see in society is people don't do well at asking questions they don't question things they are told the answer and then they are uh, pressured to believe that is right and that is what is best for them and then we end up in a situation not unlike we are today mm -hmm. so if you can have them start to think critically so might be an example where um what's one currently of asking questions um i look at i look at my uh eldest so he's 13 he is we're going to go through this in the next couple of days, eliciting what their highest values are. And what's important to him um, is friendship, it's creativity, it's being in nature. And so once you know that that's how he perceives the world, it's easier to relate. But there might be an example where he, uh, yesterday, one of his jobs was to uh, wash the car before he could go play with his mates. Mates turn up on the doorstep and he's like I, I gotta go now i could have just said no you can't go we had an agreement but instead of doing that if i say to him well mate how would that affect your responsibilities towards the family that's a big question for a 13 year old but the better quality questions that we ask them they now have that as a program to be asking themselves so instead of just giving him a fish which is no what if we ask better questions so that now we've taught him how to fish mm. if a, if a predominant or a primary question that i'm always asking myself as a 13 year old is how will this influence or how will this contribute to the responsibilities of the family so that was a long-winded example. Uh, I'm sure I'll come up with better ones, but <laughs> my, my key is this. Try and catch yourself rather than telling them from above here down to them, mm -hmm. 
asking them questions, trying to draw out of them ways to think about the world. Yeah. Okay. So you can't mess it up. Um, take the stress off. I got to get this right. Yeah. I got to do this as a particular way. I've got to bring a, a schooling curriculum home if you're choosing to do homeschooling. I don't like the term homeschooling. We're just raising empowered children. And however that shows up each day, and we'll get into this, we'll, we'll definitely get into how we set up our day, how we help them to realize what's important to them, come up with their own plan for the day. If they come up with the plan, it's their plan. If I tell them what to do, you're doing an hour of this, you're doing an hour of that, then you can do this. But again, we want to help them to look at the world, look at what's important, be aware of what's going on around them, have a vision for where I want to go and what am I doing towards that daily. Mm -hmm. And then you're not needing to motivate your kids to get stuff done. They're inspired. It doesn't mean they're going to have ordinary days. It doesn't mean there's not going to be days where they just want to sit in front of them. I'm not, I'm not painting this perfect picture because it's definitely not us. But more often than not, there'll be conversations, there will be things that they do in the day that they'll take on forever. And I think back um, of my schooling. Mm -hmm. I have three tertiary degrees and I think about what I did at school and all I remember is sport. I actually don't remember lessons, conversations. I don't remember key things. I remember some teachers who were influential, mm -hmm. but think about this, the people or the teachers who were influential to you. Why was that? Why was that? I'd love you to answer. What was it about them that allowed you to look up to them, to uh, have them as an influence in your life? And I'm going to stop talking in a second, but I want to bring up my, my third point with this. Um, exemplification is the greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. If you think back to the people who are most influential in your life, it's because they were living, they were exemplifying a life that was inspired, they were inspiring, they were following their own passions, they cared, they were interested. And so how can you model that? So the questions, Andy says, how does that example work if your child feels they have no responsibility for the family? How do you encourage that motivation to want to contribute to the family? I have a 13 year old, 13 is a new journey where there's no sense of wanting to contribute to family. I love that. So I'm going to park the question because I know you're going to get the answer as we unravel this in the next few days. Yeah. <clears throat> but the first thing and it's the key point today, which is if the, if the slate was wiped clean, you just, you just landed and parenting is exactly how you get to do it here forward. But instead of calling it parenting, what's your vision for your family unit? Okay. And if you bring this up, if I could have it all my way, if I could have it all my way, what would it look like? What would I love to create? And so what you would do is look at 
that for yourself? Well, first of all, that, that is your task for today. Mm. And and as we, once we wrap up um, this session, we want you to put time and thought into this. How would it look like if you have a partner, how much time would you spend with them? Do you have a date night? Um, are the, is there a family sacred time every Friday night that you all come together? Um, are the kids responsible for certain chores and tasks? Um, looking at what lights you and the family up and scheduling those things into your day or your week. All of these things often because we are just living in default mode and reaction mode, we actually don't stop and take the time to think about if I did have it all my way. And there's going to be things when you start to ask this question enough, there'll be things pop up. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that that was important until I gave myself some time to actually think about this. And you might want to share a couple of things into the chat, but this is your first task because if you start to Andy and everyone else on the line, first of all, you get clear because you're kind of driving the ship of this family, right? And so we, you know, together, we speak about what's important for the vision for our family. And then we will help you bring that to the, to the family to share those things with them and then have them contribute. Because I think there's nothing worse than a child feeling like they're just getting told what to do all the time. Um, so we've been homeschooling our kids now for a year and a half. We've got a nine, 11 and 13 year old. And it's something that, you know, when we did make that decision, we really sat down to look at how we can all feel like we're winning with this family decision. And so it's not just mum and dad saying, hey guys, this is what we're doing. You're like, this is how it's going to roll. Um, we actually took the time to hear them. And I think sometimes maybe because of the way we've been raised or we just haven't really thought about it, children, when they feel like their feelings and thoughts are valued and heard, you will get so much more out of them and out of your relationship where they will be willing and excited to help and participate because they know that their values and what's important to them is scheduled into the week and, and that, that matters. And so you don't know until you have this conversation. And I bet when you start to discover this first, as this unfolds with your family, and it doesn't matter if you've got a four-year-old or a 24-year-old, these conversations can be happening. I had um, someone say, oh, is this just for kind of young families? Absolutely not. And maybe if you're planning a family, it's having the conversation just with your partner. Um, or maybe if you have grandparents or aunties helping out with the parenting um, of your children, having this conversation with them so that they get to feel heard and, and it's, it's contributing together. Uh, so I think it's super important to have that discussion first, but you've got to get clear um, on with, if it's just you or you and your partner and what your vision for your family would look like. Yeah. And so the two, I guess there's two parts to this and don't feel like, oh, is this it? Because this is huge, right? You, you could spend a week, you could spend a lifetime continuing to, to carve the vision, to to bring color to it, to bring depth to it on exactly how you would love life to be. So that's the first thing. How would you love life to be for you and for your family? So that's the first one. And we'll do a little worksheet on this and we'll pop it into the resources or email it out to you guys so you've got a guide. But the second one is with each of your family to go through. And this was our kids uh, task of the week last week. 
And it was, uh, what would you love to create in your lifetime? What would you love to create in your lifetime? And some of them will just go for it. And some of them will give you a blank stare and some are too young to really partake in that. And so it's more about you, but also starting to be aware of their character traits, what they're interested in. So the key is this, um, when we started to ask that question, uh, it was our little girl, Zara, she's nine and off she went. She's like, oh, well, I'm going to have a farm. I'm going to have two horses. I've got four dogs. One's a boxer. One's a whatever to do. Yeah. We're going to have chickens. Um, and then my little boy, Bodhi, who's 11. Well, I'm going to have a family. I'm going to have a wife. I've got two kids. And it was just like, whoa, you have no idea what's going on. We've never spoken about that with him ever. And he just... In their little know. minds. Yeah. And so they're either got kids like that or... Uh, we can relate to, uh, I think it was Andy, we have a 13 year old who's in that, what, like, who are you? <laughs> three, three months ago, you used to talk to us. Now it's the, it's like resorted caveman. But it's interesting when you ask the right questions, when you are curious, you don't feel a charge come up in you going, why are you talking to me? What have I done? Like you yeah. start to layer your own, am I good enough? Am I doing the right thing? Yes. Where did I go wrong? As soon as you go down that track, take a breath, let it go and put yourself into their shoes. Okay. And be patient. Uh, sometimes it's the way you, the tone. Sometimes we've got a friend and, uh, and they're a mentor to us because they've raised three teens. And they know you can't face face to face to have a conversation mm -hmm. with their boys. Yeah. It's too confronting. So they'll go for a drive and they'll just drive. And she knows after a little while of sitting side to side that he feels comfortable. That's where he starts talking. Mm -hmm. But if you're not um, aware, if you're not conscious of picking up on these little cues, you just keep going down. Yeah. So um, we are going to touch on this <clears throat> further in a future day, but I just wanted to, um, Susie was just saying, what if their values oppose yours, e.g. tech time, violent games or negative vibe music? So um, there's definitely things that our kids love and I'm just like, ah, uh, not on my watch and I don't get it at all. Um, and I completely understand Susie. So we've kind of... Well, stop. That's the quickest way to let them know in their mind, you don't care about me, yeah. you don't get me. Yeah. So what I'd love you to do for a second is go back to when you, cause we forget so easily. We forget so easily. Yeah. Go back to when you were their age and think about what you were doing, what you were interested in and what life looked like. Mm -hmm. What was your greatest sources of stress at their age. I'm gonna add this to the worksheet. This is key for today. Um, and this is from a beautiful friend of ours uh, named Anna Rubenstein. He did, uh, he's dedicated his whole life to rites of passage. Um, and we've done a lot of his leadership courses. And so where, where credit's due, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna honor where we've got some information. And we'll share the link to his book as well because it's absolutely right. amazing, but it's definitely helped. The, the, the key to bridge the, the generational gap is 
you're up there, you're like whatever it is, you know, 20 years, 30, whatever, older than me, how do we relate? And the quickest way is through stories. And so if you can share stories with your children of what life was like when you were their age, what did you do? Who were your friends? Uh, what was what were your stresses? What were your challenges? <clears throat> and if they hear that, you're not telling them what to do. It's like, wow, you went through these stresses when you were my age. I think I can talk to you about this. So that that one skill there, and and you got to be dirt honest. <laughs> you know, for me, I I have I have judgment. Right? Why the heck? Like, if you're going to play a game, play a game. But what I don't get is watching kids on YouTube play games. I'm like, I, and then I catch myself going, well, what is it about that that they're interested in? Instead of going, what the heck? And I've done it. I've done it. I've blown my stack. Like, what are you doing again? And then I step away and go, okay, did that make us closer? And if, if you put it the the top of the outcome for you is I want just want a beautiful relationship with my children where I feel they can come to me for anything Mm -hmm. that's our that's our end goal it really is and so the way that we've been able to have these conversations with the kids it's resulted in them coming to us and sharing things that there is no way I would have ever told my mom ever like just amazing like even when our son had his first kiss he came home was like mom like like just I'm like I thought something was wrong he's like I need to talk to you and I was like okay and and so he's like it took me into his room and he's like guess what and I'm like oh my gosh like this is I didn't even know what to do or how to deal with it it was so awkward but cute and gorgeous and then I said oh my gosh like I remember when I had my first kiss and and so he's like oh really and so we we talk about these things and honestly you know for example technology is definitely challenged but I remember when I was young we had I was if, if we had a chance to play Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever we would be on it. My sister and I'd fight. Mum would be angry that we were on it. Like, get outside and play, and all of those things. So, what you can do is start to <laughs> to set up some rules of the game, and this is what we will help you develop as well. Stop! So many I know threads. you're not allowed so to say threads. stop. But for didn't no, my story. you don't get to. So, for example, um, if like we learned for, from the kids, they love Minecraft and create, and I'm just like, this is just dumb. I don't even get it. And then one of the times, I don't know why, but it was a rainy weekend and we're like, what's something you guys would love to do? We'd love to build a Minecraft world with you. And I'm just like, oh my God, really? Are we doing this? But seeing how creative they are, it was their way of building this another universe. And they're actually really creative and skillful. And it's beautiful to hear and ask them questions or what does this do and how do you do that? And they just love it. And so it was a way for us to actually connect. And in saying that, um, we well, Anthony's just read Elon Musk's book um, and it's phenomenal. And he's been sharing some of the stories with the kids and a, a rule that he set up with his children. And, and we will definitely dive deeper into this with you guys as this challenge goes on is if you are going to have time on a screen, for every minute you do that, you have to have already read a book for that time. So if you want 30 minutes of screen time, you must have read for 30 minutes, for example. So 
it's setting up so that they feel like they can win, but where you're helping guide them in a way of life where they do have to show up and be responsible. And it's the um, pay now, play later. It's not just like, hey, have it all your way. So we definitely are going to help you guys create that. Um, and we have some awesome insight and ideas for you on how you can set that up regardless of the ages of your children. Wow. So... If I had have come to them and gone, oh my gosh, guys, I've got a great idea for every minute that you get to watch Heartland because Zara doesn't play games. She loves Heartland. I can, her vision of life is because she's watched Heartland. She wants to be Amy. So if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a series about cowgirls and ranchers and stuff. So if I said, you know, I've got this great idea, you have to uh, read to earn time on screens or watching. Well, that's my idea. <laughs> Who the heck are you to tell me what to do? Yeah. That I came to them, I said, oh my gosh, I've been reading Elon Musk's book and Bodhi, he knows who Elon they is, love he loved, yeah. uh, they love Tesla cars. So I communicated what was important in their values. And Zara had no idea, so I let Bodhi explain who he was and what he's doing and about space travel and all these things. And I'm just saying, I, he's probably one of the smartest, uh, not just people, but a business. So he knows how to get people. I said, um, he'd be a cool person to learn from, do you think? Get agreement. Okay. And so I said to him, one of the cool things with his children, or the first thing I said was in his business, in his first businesses that he was building, they would get to a certain time of the day and the day was finished and then everyone, because they were all kind of tech geeks, uh, they would all play certain video games against each other throughout the office at the end of the day. And so I wasn't making video games wrong. I was saying once they got their work done, they played. And this is like the, the cool, like these are the most incredible people on the planet. How cool is that? And I said, you know what? With all that said, with his children, what do you think he's done? try and ask questions, try and let them come up with the answers. And then you don't need to fight for agreement mm -hmm. because it was their idea. And so I, I said, you know, uh, the other thing is when he was going through school, he read every single book in his school library. And then he went to the town library and read every single book, including the encyclopedias. So he had this beautiful balance of reading and learning with playing video games. So then I said, you know what? And he's passed that gift on to his children. So now what they do is they read for an hour. They can play an hour of video games or watch TV, whatever it is. So how do you think that would look for our family? Is that a good idea, bad idea? Let them plead their case. What could be good about it? What wouldn't be good about it? Okay, well, if it's good for him, like, so what I'm saying is don't come in in this dictatorship kind yeah. of, this is why doing that. Try and treat them with respect and try and help them come to their own decisions. And it's a skill and you're gonna mess it up and I still do daily. <laughs> um, but at least you have a sense of what we're aiming for with that. Yeah. Um, so tonight, well, for, for, first of all, for yourselves, um, it's important for you to get clear on 
your vision for your family. If you had it all your way, what, what would it look like? And then depending who's at your dinner table this evening, I would encourage you to ask them what would, like if you could have it all your way, what would life look like? Or what would a week in the life of this family look like? What are some things that are just really special to you that you would love to make sure that we schedule? Um, So for example, when we chat to our kids, it's like they love, 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 love having one-on-one time with either of us. And so it doesn't always, unless you schedule it, it rarely kind of happens. Unless we were able to go do a chore, for example, where Anthony might go and run some errands or I might, and I just take one of the kids. Like that is, they love that because we get to have lots of conversations just together. They're not interrupted and it it means the world to them. So they'll, they have come up with, well, I want to have mom time or dad time. Um, or if they get time just with us and it's just them, like, oh my gosh, um, family night, Friday movie night, that's, that's something that's sacred in our family. So they know that every Friday night we snuggle up together and that's our special time. There's other things that we have, um, that are just integral in our week or our day. And it's just, yeah, which you'll get to, you'll get to. So I'll give you a sneak peek of the next few days. It starts with vision. If you don't know what you want, there's no way you're going to get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Elon Musk book, uh, it's not by him, but he worked closely with the author. Uh, it's about him. Mm. Yeah. But it's a great, it's a great book. Whether you like him, you like Tez or not. Uh, I love reading people's success stories because you're going to find clues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's like Dr. Martini. He's one of our mentors. He says, um, you can't put your hand in a pot of glue and bring it out and some of it doesn't stick. The same, you can't put, yeah, Ashley Vance, that's right. You can't put your, uh, you can't read the, the biographies or autobiographies of successful people and not have some of that stick in your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love that. Uh, but what will happen is you're, you're going to get an idea of what, what's this vision that you would love to create for your family and for life, Okay. And then your children, what would they love to create? And then tomorrow, we're going to start to go into values. Values are everything. You're going to start to go through a process where you realize what your highest values are through to lowest uh, and each of your children's or partners. And once you do that, then we're going to look at the vision and the values. And on day three, we're going to start looking at how do we schedule that Mm -hmm. and, and go through what's an ideal day or a week or a month look like based on where we'd like to get our life to. So just our little take on on schooling and curriculums. Because I was going to say, some of you have come in and you're considering the choice of, you know, pulling your children out of traditional schooling and you want to homeschool and it's like, oh, I don't know if I could do this or, you know, I'm not a teacher. And so we definitely, everything that we're going to be sharing with you, it is really how we started homeschooling with our children um to start with it was like oh we'll just grab that thing and have a checkbox and and do a nine to three at home that is not winning no one won with that it was very challenging for us it's one of the points you wanted to bring up so i'm like great we'll homeschool we'll take the school curriculum and we'll apply it we'll implement it here um and it was clunky and then i realized why i was doing that is other well-meaning family members had their opinion they had their judgment of how this was going to go 
And if we can just, sorry, just add to to this, I I want you guys to to know and understand, I know right now in the world, there's a lot of judgment around people's choices to do certain things, to not do certain things, how you're raising your children. And it's, it's causing pressure. I know there's breakdown in relationships and friendships that have been long lasting over many years. And all of a sudden, a difference of opinion is breaking down something that's, that's been built over such a long time. I think it's important to remember that two years ago, five years ago, people were judging what you were doing and how you were doing it as well. So, you know, we had our children naturally at home. Oh my gosh, did we get judgment? Then, you know, we chose, we, they have never had a drug in their body. They've been raised very naturally. Um, there's been certain things we've done or haven't done with the kids and people. You, you, there's judgment everywhere, whether you breastfed, whether you were a C-section, whether you were like, you know, whether you're sending them to that school or this school or how many extracurricular activities they're involved in or not. Like if they're a vegetarian, if you like, there's so many things Uh, what's their reading level at are they doing this extra camp thing oh my child does it's like it is constant it is constant and so regardless of the time in the world that you're hearing and seeing this people are going to be judging you anyway regardless like even we would just tell you to your face now yeah or actually yeah there's (laughs) got cyber confidence but but yeah the judgments were there they're always going to be there and we'll teach you how to uh, soften that but the key thing is just to get back to people are judging you anyway yes and so what other people's opinions of you are has so little to do with you yeah and everything Everything to to do do with them them. and if you let that influence your values and your vision for your family you're the one who has to put your head on the pillow at night and deal with you not living your own vision and values. And and the, the stress, the turmoil of that will piss you off way more. It will be far greater. And you show up as a stressed out parent to your kids because you're trying to appease other people and then your kids aren't doing what you want and you're not doing what you want and then it's just this whole whirlwind. Like when we chose to home, um, to home birth our children, our families were not a fan, at like not a fan. Your family. My, yeah, neither was yours. They just thought we were extra strange. <laughs> now my, um, but if I put a different um, lens on, or if I looked at it through a different way, my mum did not have great births. They were horrible. She didn't have empowerment through her pregnancy. Your mum didn't have that either. So they were just fearful because of what they had been through, and they didn't know that there was another way. And so we were able to birth our three babies at home with our last, with our little girl. Um, the boys, they watched her um, in the final moments um, come into the world. And it was just absolutely breathtaking. And now my mum is like this advocate for home birth, like just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, can you believe they're having a scheduled season? Like what are they doing? <laughs> anyway, and so she's, she's, that shifted. Then when we um, decided to homeschool, um, mum and dad, they've always been really great at having an opinion, but they've never put it on us. They, they really don't. But we were sitting around the fire at my parents' farm and um, the kids had stayed with them for a couple of days and we'd gone down to meet them. And my dad had gone left the fire and Bodie, our um, 11-year-old, goes, well, Pop doesn't think this homeschooling thing's going to work, mum. I was like, oh, doesn't he now? He goes, yep. 
And because they were trying to, when they had the kids, they were trying to be the headmaster and the, and then they were trying to have a curriculum and da, da, da. And so um, I was like, oh, dad, Bodhi was sharing with me that you don't really think, well, well, I, they've just got to have responsibilities and they've got to. And so we just asked some questions and got into his world and um, and then I said, oh, Bodhi, would you mind sharing with Pop about what you've just been learning about um, jet turbine engines uh, and airplanes? And so he just rattled off, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And dad was like, oh, okay. And then my daughter had been learning about the anatomy of a horse because she's in love with them. And so she was talking to him about all the different parts of the horse and different um, breeds of horses. And he was like, oh. And then Xavier went off on something as well. And so it just took a little bit of time for him to understand. And now they're like, I'm so glad they're not in the system. So it won't always, your choices won't always be met with, oh my gosh, high five, this is awesome. (laughs) Here's what's important, that you or you and your partner or you and the support team that you have around you, that they are either on the same page or they at least understand your choices and why you're making them. And so from there, just know people are going to judge you and that's okay. All right. And regardless of what those choices are, you won't approve, uh, be approved on by everyone. And I think that's just a really important thing to know that, yeah, this, this is how it's going to roll. Yeah. The proof will be in the pudding. The proof will be in the pudding once you, um, you're exemplifying, you know, when your children are lit up when they're uh have beautiful character traits because yeah. you've spoken about what these are i'm going to go into the format of all that we're um, so excited so andrew just shared a, a quote and i absolutely love this um true belonging doesn't require you to change who we are it requires us to be who we are and Brene brown said that and i think that is so true and if you can raise a family where your children get to be who they are and you don't force them to become something that they're not that's, well, that's the beautiful gift that you can pass on to them. It's that Einstein quote, you know, if, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll think its whole life it's stupid. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, monkeys climb trees, fish swim, but we're trying to take all those animals of our children and put them inside four walls and teach them the same curriculum. Yeah. And I, I think about not just the stress that comes from that because it's not either what they're interested in or their learning style, but the lost opportunity, if they had have had that time, you think of all the time you're at school of learning and questioning the things that they're interested in. Okay. Um, the other thing we're going to do over the five days is look at what's going to set our next generation up for success. Um, is it trigonometry? Is it algebra? Is it learning uh, Roman history? And maybe the answer is yes for some people. Uh, but if you start to look at, and what we come up with is not what you might come up with, but we'll certainly go through our thought processes of once you have a vision and the children have a vision, and then we ask them, what's going to be important for you to be able to achieve that? Mm. And just zip it, okay? Try and let them come up with the answers if you need to prompt them saying, well, what kind of health will you need? Oh yeah, I'll need to have lots of energy. I'll need to be strong. I'll have to, I'll need to be flexible. Great. And so then we're going to come back and where do we schedule that? So you're teaching them the skill above all else 
is to vision what they would love to create, think about what's going to be required to achieve that, and how do I turn it into action? Mm -hmm. And I, I can't think of anything more important right now than to be able to do that. So it's the skills of how you're teaching. Yeah not just what they come up with. And I think, you know, whether you are homeschooling, unschooling, homeschooling by circumstance, homeschooling by choice right now, or your children are going to school, it doesn't matter what that looks like for you. You can still choose a, um, a curriculum for the school of life that you want to help impart, um, you know, with your children. And that's the beautiful thing about this. And being deliberate in that and that focus um, and at times, and we'll speak about this, calling in on other, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. This isn't just you, but to start with when your vision is clear, that's important. Then you can call in on other, other people that you know will be able to impart wisdom as well. So um, before we wrap up, I just wanted to say if you've received value from today and there is maybe some other families that you think would benefit from being a part of this, um, we would so love you to share and um, I know some people are not fans of Facebook, so this is being recorded. It's going to be uploaded into a online platform, which you'll all receive a login for, and you'll receive the content delivered out every single day. Um, so for those of you watching the replay, that's there for you. And yeah, if you don't have friends on Facebook, that's totally fine. Um, you'll still be able to access everything. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your takeaways were. What are the things that you heard and then just resonated that you can take action on because that gives us great feedback of what more to share with you. Uh, I think we could easily go live every day uh, for a year and not cover what we'd love to share. Yes. And so your <laughs> feedback will help direct us to how we, can, how we can best serve you guys. So we would love you after you work through, well, you know, if I could have it all my way, I, we would love you to post and share some of your vision um, in the Facebook community or once we upload this recording into the platform, you can post it on there. Uh, maybe share a little bit of how the conversation went with your family and some of the wins that you have because the, as you share that, other families will be like, oh my gosh, I didn't think of that. And this is where the beautiful collective really um, takes hold. And we're also going to be having um, some little Zoom rooms where you guys will be able to connect with other like-minded families because one of the things that I feel has been a common thread with many of the people we've been speaking to uh, over this last year and a half really is families feeling alone and so um, we've got a really great way of being able to jump on Zoom but then go into smaller breakout rooms where you'll be able to connect with two or three other families um, and just share and we'll prompt you with different questions to answer and share wisdom and insight with maybe some challenges that someone else might be having and just have a place to feel heard without judgment and um, and really building this community so that you can all help each other on this journey as well. Thanks, guys. I could just stay on all day. I know. You guys are beautiful. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for being on with us and for all of you watching the recording. We look forward to an amazing five days ahead. And um, yeah, please go ahead and share the link with anyone that you feel would 
find some value in joining this too. We forgot to share who we are. But we anyway. did. That was you kind of jumped <laughs> off on this conversation, and I'm like, they don't even. Some people don't even know who we are. So <laughs> that's a bit of a story, but we'll uh, we'll share more with you. Hopefully, you've got a bit of a vibe for who we are uh, with our time today, and uh, have a beautiful day. We cannot wait to hear and see some of the stories uh, from you and what's already come up and the realizations that my last you've made. Tip, my last oh, tip. My gosh. My last tip. He never it, stops. I'm sorry. Because no, no, no. I'm thinking about when I've had this, oh my God, we're going to have this beautiful conversation with the family tonight and it'll look like this and oh, it'll go like that. Yeah. And it's not. Don't have any expectations. It's just not. All right. <laughs> um, you know, one of your kids is going to fart and then the other one's going to go, oh, and then like, it just, it's messy. <laughs> family, people are messy. You're yeah. messy. Your own thoughts in your own head are messy. So if you have this expectation, it's going to go perfect and then it doesn't. And then that triggers you to go, I'm not good enough. And oh, this doesn't work. Just, just breathe. Yeah. Set an intention of how you'd love it to go and then let it go. Okay. And just start with, okay, we had a conversation on something that was more of a conscious topic. Progress is happiness. That's and I it. think that's one of the biggest <laughs> things that we have learned over our time as parents the more rules you have, the more stressed you're going to be. So just kind of drop the expectations, be kind to yourself and just be proud that you're putting time and thought uh, into something that's so beautiful and, uh, and so special. So thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of the day and we cannot wait to uh, be with you all tomorrow at the same time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. All right, so that was day one. Congratulations. Awesome to be able to share this with you and we'll continue to share the rest of the five days here via the podcast. But if you do want to join us inside our community, I'll share the link in the show notes for you. And we love feedback. I would so love to hear some of the the visions that you've realized for yourself and your family. I want to hear about how the dinner conversation goes uh, with you and your kids or your partner and just exploring what life could look like if you had it all your way or all their way and then some of the common threads that you start to see so that you can weave what's important into your life and actually be deliberate in that so thanks so much for joining us for day one looking forward to sharing more with you and have a beautiful rest of the day